My name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And, and we, we are the Extra Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to episode 47. And in this episode, we are going to be discussing the iconic daddy of all slashers, 1978's John Carpenter's Halloween. Not the remake. Not to be confused. And it is Halloween. Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! It's like our day. It's exactly. like um, it's better quarter. than Christmas. Yeah. I, mm, today is better than Christmas. (laughs) Today, the spirits are closer to our realm. The portals to hell open up. Michael Myers goes on killing sprees. It's just the best. And my birthday's tomorrow. Yeah, I turn 24. Ah, okay. Mm -hmm, Sure. I turn uh, 27. (laughs) (laughs) And that happened so fast. Mm -hmm. But we're not going to talk about my birthday because maybe you'll hear from us again tomorrow for my birthday. Who knows? Stay tuned. You may get a whole five days of the Exorcisters. Y'all are going to get tired of us. We hope not. You might. You might. (laughs) So this movie, uh, this is going to be one of the most cliche, raving, horror fan loves Halloween reviews. Because it's amazing. It just is a masterpiece of cinema. Mm Mm-hmm. And for it to have such humble beginnings and to have turned into what it is, right. is just... Just the babysitter murders. Like, that's it? Right. That's it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the fact that there was so much creativity... I mean, John Carpenter co-wrote or wrote... Sorry, I should have my facts straight. The music, and he's not a musician. Mm-hmm. And I bump that oh my shit God, in my he car. Did such a good job. Yeah. So fucking good. So today's Halloween... Just want to put it out there on Spotify. If you look up the Extra Sisters podcast, Spooky Jams, we have a playlist. <laughs> We've had it since May. It's like an all year round Spooky Jams. Oh, yeah. But today's your day. <laughs> Hit it up. Anyways, but the reason I bring that up is because one of my favorite songs to come on in the car is the Halloween yes. theme on that playlist because I'm just like, turn it up. Yeah, exactly. Even not a non remixed version. Now, that being said, this movie fucked me up when I was a kid fucked my shit really oh my god oh my god why michael myers was my monster okay when i was a kid he was your boogeyman yes exactly (laughs) he is the boogeyman Mm -hmm. he was my boogeyman so at this point we've been doing this since january and we have a million episodes already that's not true (laughs) we have 47 regular and a bunch of hypes and stuff but my dad and i were very into horror that's what got me into horror we all know that and we all know that my dad liked to scare me and <laughs> i when i got into horror it was very accidental i feel like my dad loved that i was into it but i feel like a lot of the stuff that i watched my parents probably didn't know i was watching okay because like i've said before we had two living areas we called one the den which is the main like family tv room we had the the pretty one (laughs) right we had the formal living room that had the pretty fireplace Mm -hmm. and the nice couches and that nobody ever used because Mm -hmm. there was no tv in it (laughs) and then next to that we had a sunroom so that was a whole wall of glass and windows on all sides even the doors had the big glass panes so i could sit on the nice couch in the formal living room look through the wall of windows and see the tv in the den (laughs) and i could hear it because they were just right next to each other okay 
So there would be a lot of times at night when my dad would be watching something spooky and he wouldn't know that I would be on the couch also watching it (laughs) through the window. Someone was watching with him that he didn't know. Exactly. Which sounds much creepier than it was. (laughs) And so one of the things that I watched was one of the Halloween movies. I believe people are going to come for me for this. Mm. I don't remember which one. All I remember is an image of a car has crashed into a tree. So it's not the second one. Different car crash. Okay. The car's on fire and Michael Myers' head pops up behind the flames. I think it was the fourth one. Pretty sure. Okay. So are I don't... Are you sure it's not H2O? I th- think that's the one I mean. Yeah. That's way farther than the Is fourth it? one. I don't know. I, hon- I honestly don't remember because I haven't... It's been a really long time since I've sat down and watched them all in sequential mm-hmm. order. So after two, they get very muddled for me because I just... It's been a long time. Like, I watched the first one religiously. It's one of my favorite movies. I've seen the second one many times. The other ones I've seen lesser just kind of when they've been on TV. It's not like a collection that I have and own and I watch all the time or on Halloween. And the song... Mm-hmm. fucked my shit really? up so it's so interesting i thought i was like completely over that because now i love michael myers the entrance to our podcast room has a sign that says welcome to haddonfield mm-hmm. like this is our movie mm-hmm. right this is one of the movies that we bonded on exactly because we were like michael you know <laughs> eventually my dad figured out that i had watched halloween or one of these movies with him because i was like the man in the white mask and he was mm-hmm. like oh michael myers and trick-or-treating around my little hometown every single year there was a man who would dress up as michael myers religiously every single year and he would just walk around slowly wherever yeah so that scared me and then i associated the song and so for so long i was so scared of just the song that i would cry if my dad turned on the music really yes and he would do it because it was fucking hilarious like and also i'm like song yeah i'm like seven (laughs) or eight and he plays it because he used to turn our garage into like a haunted house and Mm -hmm. do some of those things or we'd have halloween parties for my birthday because it was the day after and i would be fine i would be fine i would be fine and then he would turn that song on and i would either cry or get like really anxious and i listened to it in my car no problem when i watched i put in my blu-ray to watch it for this episode again mm-hmm. the title menu has the song like <laughs> that's yep. normal so i started the movie and then when i finished it the menu came back on and it started playing and i got uncomfortable really yes that's like awesome even though i've seen this movie a million times mm-hmm. and yes as a child it really fucked my shit up mm-hmm Mike, I couldn't watch Halloween, even into high school. I was like, I don't want to listen to that song. I don't want to watch any of the Michael Myers movies. It's too fucking scary. Interesting. Because he is just the perfect killer to me. Like, <laughs> he is a stalker. He's not in your face. He's not running. He is just like a perfect killing machine in, mm-hmm. in my eyes. And he would be the thing that I would see in my closet in my head or standing outside my house because the shots in Halloween and the visuals that they did are so incredibly haunting and beautiful Mm -hmm. that they did what they were meant to do. And I could not stop seeing him just standing around waiting to kill me. (laughs) That's fucking scary. I saw Freddy when I was a kid. I saw Jason when I was a kid. Didn't bother me. Michael Myers, he's like a whole different tier of killer to me. Mm Mm-hmm than the other slashers are That's so awesome. i know that was kind of a long but i have a lot of history with michael myers scaring me to death and i 
absolutely adore this movie and I watch it several times a year even if it's not Halloween I'm like I feel like watching Halloween Mm -hmm. and it is just the perfect like fuck off hocus pocus like Mm -hmm. all the like AMC Sphere Fest has a lot of cool monster movies but this is this is it this is top tier horror and how great to change it from the babysitter murders to Halloween you literally epitomized the day the holiday And now you've made it so that your movie has to be played every single Halloween. Yes. And you did it well. It's not like people are going, I have to watch Halloween. People are excited. Yes. Good job, John Carpenter. My favorite (laughs) thing to do. And I just, oh my God. I don't, I know I've just been, I'm gushing about him. Like I'm in love with, but he just is seriously. The, the scene where he's watching Lori from the window and the clothesline and mm-hmm. from behind the bush like all of those things have never left my mind they like as a kid being scared of it to now being an adult where it only makes me mildly uncomfortable but mostly thrilled is <laughs> really cool to hang on to throughout and see this movie evolve with me as i got older and my thoughts around it have changed obviously well yeah you used to hate it hate it because it scared me yeah. not hate it because i thought it was bad but he scared the shit out of me and I would go trick-or-treating and this guy walking around I would not like I wouldn't yell or scream or anything I would not just like, like keep him in view at all times if I turned a street and I saw him I would turn my ass around <laughs> like no candy is worth that <laughs> and just I it's just very nostalgic and it's a warm fuzzy because again this was one of my dad's favorite movies he'd go and buy the mask to piss me off and you know and so keeping this movie close also I feel like I keep him close as well and so this is definitely like horror in general I feel like is very sentimental for me for that reason but this movie like it epitomizes Halloween and the holiday it also is is my dad and I's relationship in a movie which it just has so much impact for me and I will never not love it and I I mean just we can talk about the movie but just personally there's in my opinion there are a few things that i feel are wrong with this movie but they're very minor mm-hmm. because the main aspects of the movie are perfect yeah absolutely they really are and i know that i don't really care about michael myers relation with Lori, but i know that you actually like the yeah family dynamic i think it's really boring honestly if you take it as just a serial killer who's killing babysitters i enjoy serial killers which is kind of a weird way to put it like they fascinate me i like researching them but in a movie stance of this fictional character i like that he has some sort of relationship to her yeah i think it takes everything out of it and then honestly i'm gonna go off on a little tangent really quick if Lori isn't associated with him why are we continuing these other halloweens with Lori in it. I don't understand. I think my only thought there would be maybe it's just because he is such a killing machine and he is so effective and efficient at killing. It might be one of those things where she's the one that got away and he can't live with that like unfinished business. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I think at this point we're just keeping Jamie Lee Curtis in there because she's amazing. I love her. Of course. So but that's I. the only reason. Because and of her name. I I agree. Uh, I do think, you know, Halloween Kills, which is such a stupid and title. Halloween Ends, which is even fucking worse. You know they're going to keep doing them. Ick. Yeah. The only thing that I will say about the Michael Myers franchise in general is I don't think necessarily that any of, well, there are some that are not that great. 
But I think that Michael Myers is one of those characters, and for a lot of people, so is Jason and Freddy, and they mm-hmm. could make a million and people would still love them. That's kind of Michael Myers for me, except I'm not like truly dedicated to the all the movies, obviously, since I don't even I can't even differentiate them after a certain point. But it just seems like, you know, Blumhouse has Halloween now. Mm-hmm. And they've done a lot of good shit. Mm-hmm. They've done some bad shit. Mm-hmm. And just because we bring Jamie Lee Curtis back doesn't mean it's going to be good because Homegirl likes paycheck. And that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Get your money. I thought the Halloween remake, which we will talk about, I'm sure, one day. Yeah. There's a million Halloween, so who knows what we'll mm-hmm. get to when. I thought it was fine. I wasn't I didn't walk out of the theater like, oh, my God, like mm-hmm. it gave me the same vibes that the original didn't. But I don't think anything can. But I didn't walk out and I was like, that was the worst fucking piece of shit. They did such a disservice to Michael Myers, all this stuff. I thought it was fine. And I thought if it had ended there, it would have stayed fine. Mm-hmm. It just gets really old to keep bringing Michael Myers back, in my opinion. Yeah. Why are we killing him off, quote unquote, only to bring him back over and over again? Let's just let him live. You literally confined him in your basement and blew him up lit him on fire how does he survive that let him die that's like, literally why they did it was to kill him off and be done with this shit and then blumhouse literally takes what they were trying to do and you know changes their mind and if we're gonna have a supernatural killer then let's have a supernatural killer but exactly. it seems like michael myers is just one of those things where like nobody's gonna really pay attention like if we just keep bringing him back it could be one of those things where he got out he escaped he survived six gunshots wounds to the chest like you know in the original i think it worked because Mm -hmm. he's the boogeyman you know right let's build him up and build him up and build him up to be something greater than a human in people's minds i totally understand that and then for it to for him to walk away after that i think it ended on a very you know, spooky, cliffhangy kind of note that I think would have been fine to leave as it was. Am I mad that there's Halloween too? No, it's fine. It's not as great as the first one, but it did kind of show more of the Lori yeah. story. And honestly, it ended really well. Like, if you want to kill someone off, blowing him up in a hospital was pretty good. You mm. shouldn't have brought him back there. I love Michael Myers. Thank you for bringing him back. But if you wanted to end it well, you should have done it there. Well, and that's what I think it's going to end up with halloween kills and halloween ends so now we have two that are coming and so we know you spoiled your second movie by teasing the third one which is fine that's just news it gets picked up Mm -hmm. and it's like oh they got the the next two in the series and i kind of just wish that it would die not because again i don't love michael myers but i think loving halloween as a movie and michael myers and halloween as a franchise are two different Mm -hmm. loves you know i don't particularly love the whole franchise i love halloween 1978 Mm -hmm. by john carr you know like i i liked it as it is And I just kind of wish we would have kept it like that. But I do like the pop culture icon that Michael Myers is. And so I understand the remakes and I don't hate them. Mm -hmm. There are some remakes or or sequels or installments where I'm like, fucking why? (laughs) That was never needed. Jason's one of those for me. Like, I'm not a huge Friday the 13th fan. I like it. It's a fun slasher. But I don't just love Jason. I'm not a huge mega Jason fan. And so when I see things like Jason X and Jason takes me, it just like, I'm like, that's fucking stupid. And I'm sure a lot of people think that about Halloween, like the one, 
Curse of Michael Myers, which is like the shittiest movie of all time. Which one is the one with they're in a reality show in a house? Resurrection. Is that Resurrection? Yeah. Ice cubes in it or somebody. Mm -hmm. H2O is pretty okay. I really like the second Halloween. The third one, I don't know. That's Season Season of the the Witch. Witch. I don't. I hate it. I understand people bringing more respect to it nowadays. That's cool. You guys go. I still hate it. Four and five, I had a lot of fucking fun with. That's when Jamie, the little girl, who's Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter, Mm -hmm. she has to deal with Michael Myers. That's really good. And then Curse of Michael Myers, which is five, oh, six? Six. That is such shit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I have a question. And people are going to be screaming in their cars or at us for me asking this question. But we've already established I'm a mega huge major Halloween fan. Not the whole franchise. Mm -hmm. The one that in my head that scares me, there's a party or like a rave that a bunch of teenagers are at. Okay, so this is where I get confused because these two kind of go together really well. They're, it's... It's one of them with the little girl. So okay. it's either four I or do five. remember a little girl running away from him after the car yes. crashes. And so that's yeah. what I'm remembering in my head. That scared me so much as a child. First, but yes, that's that. I mean, we're going to revisit the entire Halloween franchise over the life of this podcast. I will probably do it on my own podcast aside. Mm-hmm. You definitely should because there's some really good ones in there. Yeah. There's some crap in there. Like still watch Curse of Michael Myers and Season of the Witch to have that knowledge. But yeah. it's not great. Yeah. And I think that's why I've always been so hesitant to watch all the other ones because Halloween was just such a pure, mm-hmm. perfect, uh, artistic masterpiece in my eyes. And I kind of don't want it tainted mm-hmm. in the future. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so I think that's why I haven't visited them because I just, if I'm, if somebody says we can watch the original Halloween or we can watch the next one that you haven't seen, I'd be like, let's just watch the first one like Mm -hmm. i don't really care about anything else because i just have this on such a pedestal Mm -hmm. and i don't want it knocked off now i don't think anything is strong enough to ruin that for me i was gonna say i promise you nothing can because of how for not just how good the movie is but how deep my Mm -hmm. you know emotional connection to it is and everything i don't think anything will ruin it but it does sting a little bit when things that you love so much and you think are just perfect the way they are are being exploited for money mm-hmm. and that's just my fear with these coming halloween movies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly yeah i agree that's my fear too i kind of wonder and maybe i should have looked this up before we did this episode how john carpenter feels about his baby his franchise well he was a part of halloween 2018 yeah like that's so that gives me a lot of respect for that movie, and I think he is at least okay with the next two installments. He doesn't like that Michael Myers had any association with Laurie Strode. He thinks that it should have stayed as the babysitter mur- murders. Yeah. I I understand it's his baby and it's going to sound really bad. I think he's wrong. I think it's better. I think if it was just the babysitter murders, you'd have another Jason. Now, there's nothing wrong with that, but we have enough... Jason and Freddy just killing willy-nilly. I like that it has some sort of background. I think that it's better with that. Now, speaking of exploitation of Michael Myers, let's talk about Rob Zombie. (laughs) Okay. That was another one. I watched it when I was in the high school. I believe I was a freshman. I think it came out in like 2009, 2007, 2007, 2007. 
The first one did. Okay. And I remember renting it mm-hmm. with my boyfriend at the time and watching it and just being really put off by as much backstory as we got. Mm-hmm. How I know that you hated this remake. Mm-hmm. Did you hate it because of the backstory or just because of the pure exploitation of the character? Exploitation. I hated the fact that you took what Michael Myers was as a kid. Because we see him as a little kid in yeah. the first one. Just kills his sister. Yes. And that's it. Yeah. And then you take him and you turn him into... Now I understand he's a monster. Please don't scream at me in your cars. I understand he's a monster. But you turn him into this gross, emotionally disfigured person with this really fucked up family. I That's not Michael Myers to me. I think you yeah. took that and you zombified it (laughs) which you know i get that's what he was supposed to do and i get that he had a horrible fucking time making these movies rob zombie didn't even want to do them because the studio was so involved and they fucked up his shit and i i respect that but i don't like rob zombie stuff it's full of dirty gross people and i liked the 70s element of this is like a quiet cute little town where nothing ever really happens not where you have this incredibly poverty-ridden family that is just destroying themselves you know and i also think i agree with you and we're not here to review that halloween but to be honest we probably never will so let's just talk i mean going through the halloween franchise rob zombies will probably leave out i mean Unless I'm wrong. But. I mean, if we're doing this for 20 years, we'll probably do it eventually. <laughs> yeah. But I hate it. Like, do you guys really want to hear me sit here and bash it? I yeah. will. And I've never even seen the second one. I mean, the first one was the first movie I've ever walked out of yeah. in my life. Because mm-hmm. I hated it that much. I wouldn't even subject myself to the second one. So... Yeah. I just don't... I think that the idea of a... And this is why I like this the Hall- Halloween 1978 so much. The idea of a perfectly imperfect psychopath. Exactly. There's no conditioning. People are just born that way. Yeah. I mean, when I was a psych major, I my one of my biggest focuses was I wanted to go into the sub academia of psychopaths and sociopaths and Mm -hmm. evil and so i read so many books i read one called the anatomy of evil that broke down and i looked at brain scans and things like that and they're different Mm -hmm. and they're born different and i think having you know and maybe this was just another way to look at it for rob zombie but having the original just be this child that was born to be a killing machine and there's no rhyme no reason he had a family they were middle class they had a beautiful home his sister was what i mean you know Mm -hmm. i just that is scarier to me than nurture nature is scarier Mm -hmm. to me than nurture because it's easier to explain parents fucking their kids up you're gonna fuck your kids up if you have kids in one way or another it's pretty inevitable because none of us are perfect people and we all have mental health problems or say things that are harmful and not even mean to but mm-hmm. the fact that they had no control over the fact and a, a, what was he like 10 year old kid is mm-hmm. not going to kill his sister because he's mad at her that's a fucking psychopath exactly. to the nth degree mm-hmm. and i think that is much scarier than having someone be abused or neglected mm-hmm. 
So I I would agree with you on the backstory. And yeah, maybe maybe it was just a different way to look at, you know, maybe he wanted to bring a fresh perspective into the Halloween franchise. I just think that that is a very bold thing to do with such an icon as uh-huh. Michael Myers is. Exactly. I think Rob Zombie is for certain people, and honestly, Halloween does not fit that. And I think them putting Rob Zombie on as the director was a mistake. There are many directors out there that we see Halloween 2018. It's great, and it keeps along with what Michael Myers is. Mm -hmm. It was just a bad pick of a director. Yeah. And then let's talk about sticking with Halloween 1978 fucking jamie lee curtis man she's amazing there the only things that would knock this movie for me is the acting and not of jamie lee curtis it's of her friends it's mainly annie you know but that's very characteristic of acting in the 70s and early 80s sometimes things are overacted and when you keep in mind that this was an indie film at the time Mm -hmm. it's not like they were getting a-list actors the this was jamie lee curtis's first feature film right they went above and beyond to get jamie lee curtis just because of who her mom was that's it which if you don't know how dare you (laughs) janet lee yeah psycho and the same thing for donald pleasance like i mean he's dead now but back then he was a huge name so much so that john carpenter was like so shaken when he was around him sometimes that's pretty amazing but that's what they spent their budget on was those two that's it Yeah, exactly. And to have this set, I mean, they had a school, they had a storefront, they had the street, and pretty much the two houses. Mm -hmm. That was the extent of the set. So you can do a lot with a lower budget when you don't have to go to a lot of different filming locations and build different sets. And honestly, this is one of the best movies to me because even just in one house, at the very end, just... In those few scenes, that shit's terrifying. Mm-hmm. And 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 another thing was Michael Myers doesn't have to run after you to be scary. He is scary on a next level with minimal effort. <laughs> exactly by him. Exactly because he's not putting forth any effort. He's not losing energy by slowly walking at you, but you are by running. You yeah. can't run forever, but he could probably walk longer than you could. Yeah. And he's much more motivated because, mm-hmm. well, I'm survival mode. That's I, I don't mean like that, but I mean, eventually you can be in survival mode, but your body will still give out. Exactly. Eventually. Mm-hmm. Your physical being cannot keep up with your mind right. in most cases. So he like I said, I'm, I'm going to sound like such a broken record. And I'm so sorry. He's just the perfect killing machine. Mm-hmm. And also, if I were to pick any way to get murdered, uh, being stabbed is not on my list. Oh, for sure. That yeah. sounds so incredibly painful mm-hmm. because unless they get you right in the perfect spot, you're not going to die instantly. Mm-hmm. You're going to bleed and your body is going to shut down. So another thing that scared me so much about Michael Myers was the stabbing mm-hmm. aspect, you know. Jason has, you know, the machete and Freddy has a bunch of shit. <laughs> and but the just the th- the fact that he's just grabbing kitchen knives from homes that he is breaking into, mm-hmm. I've never looked at a knife the same way again. <laughs> I mean, it's just and I know that's the thing that in horror movies we grab for most, but that is like his perfect Right. And weapon. it's everywhere. Exactly. Like he's breaking in your house, every house has a kitchen. Probably has knives just sitting out. Big ones. It's fucking easy. Yeah. I was like, for so long, just 
so against buying big knives just because I did not <laughs> want them in my home because of Michael Myers. There's a funny story. So when I was in college, my very first living on my own experience was living by myself in an apartment. I didn't okay. have roommates or anything. I was not on campus. And I had one of my friends over and we were watching Halloween. And it was my friend Brittany. <laughs> and even I'm 18 or 19 at this point. Mm-hmm. I watched it a million times. I own it. That's why we're watching it. All the lights are off. And she goes into it's a pretty intense scene. We've been watching it for a while. So the buildup is starting. Mm-hmm. And she goes into my kitchen to flip on the light and she flips on the garbage disposal (gasps) instead, screaming bloody murder. Like, that's the level that this movie, like, gets to me. Like, if I were to go home tonight, watch it by myself in the dark, I would be uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. even though I've watched it a million times. Mega uncomfortable. Hmm. And it still does that for me. And I love that. And it always has. And while I can watch it by myself, the lights have to be on. Mm -hmm. So... It's just a a beautifully put together movie. It builds suspense really well. The kills are Amazing. great. When he stabs the dude and he's hanging on the wall. That's and he just my tilts favorite. his head and looks at him. Fucking best. It's like he painted something. Yeah. And he's, he's like, like, oh, it's that's finished. Beautiful. Yeah. I like that. It was. <laughs> it's my favorite kill. Uh-huh. And yes, there is some boob in this movie, but it's not necessarily poorly done. I think mm-hmm. it's just Teenagers are going to have sex. That's just a thing that happens. And that's what it was. It wasn't like there are some horror movies that I think use that as a point of interest with people to get them to watch the movie or to make it more interesting. I think Halloween didn't really need it, but it did add that very, you know, 70s, 80s classic slasher Mm -hmm. vibe to it. Right. Absolutely. And it didn't feel distasteful to me. That's my just my opinion. I might be biased, though, because I hate Friday the 13th doing all that shit all the time. Mm. But that's, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like they do it a lot more in Friday the 13th. Also, they did do two scenes of that. They did one where she's covered. That's true. For the uh, trailer so that they wouldn't get it banned. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And I also love that they showed him as, I wouldn't say humorous but like he puts on the sheet and dress up as that's yes, hilarious like right he's not a robot you mm-hmm. know he understands at least basics even if he doesn't himself have compassion and mm-hmm. you know real emotion he understands that other people do and plays right. on them well i mean he easily could have just run or fast walked into that room and she wouldn't have even known until it was way too late but mm-hmm. instead he i mean the door was closed he could have just barged in But he slowly opens it and he's in the sheet and it's perfect. And she still thinks the whole time that Mm -hmm. it's him killing her. Like, until, you know, that's scary. Mm -hmm. And the cat and mouse between him and Lori never gets old to me. There are some where I'm like, oh, my God, are we still running? Mm -hmm. And this is not one of those to me. And one of the most, even now watching it, I get like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming is when she's crying on the staircase and he sits up behind her. I'm and like, the music comes in. Yeah, it's beautifully done. Beautifully done. I loved being, last year, before we even did the podcast, it came out in theaters for its 40th mm-hmm. anniversary. And that was one of my favorite movie-going experiences ever, was watching that in theaters, even though I'd seen it a million and five times. Because it just does it for me every single time. It mm-hmm. hits the same notes it does did the first time I ever saw it. Absolutely. 
which I can't even remember the first time I ever saw it, to be perfectly honest with you. Oh, yeah, I have no idea. I've seen it so many times by now. It's just like, <laughs> you were born, and at some point you, you saw, saw it, <laughs> but I don't remember. And I just can't imagine having this holiday without this movie. So I wanted to bring this in because this was kind of cool. It's my only trivia piece, and I thought you'd kind of like it. Mm-hmm. So all the leaves on set were fake because it wasn't fall. It wasn't any of that. They made them. And oh, my they, God, that must have taken forever. I know, right? They would bring people on set for each of their things, and they would have them throw leaves around, and then they'd pick them up, and the next day, throw them back down. And one day, they actually, John Carpenter had Robert England come in to throw leaves on set. Oh, Isn't that's that cool. Isn't that fucking cool to have our Freddie throwing leaves on set with our Michael? And... If I'm not mistaken, Freddie didn't come till the early 80s. 84. So I was about to say 1984. So this was even before Robert yes, England was, was Freddie. Yep. Interesting Isn't how that, fucking cool? that community like intermingles exactly. even before, you know. And I know that Halloween is not the first slasher. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre came first, actually, a couple years before Right. And we even Halloween. have Black Christmas. Yeah. And Psycho, I will always count as a slasher. Yeah. So, but it's just so interesting because a lot of people, even pop culture people, when you're like, you know, what slasher started slashers? Halloween. Halloween always comes up. It's never Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yep. It's never Psycho. It's never Black Christmas. Even if it should be, mm-hmm. it's Halloween. I yep. mean, that just threw the slasher genre into the next level. Well, I always like to quote, once again, I talk about this a lot, 100 Scariest Movie Moments. There's someone on there that even talks about how it's because Halloween is the Cadillac of slasher films. It is the top of the top. Everyone loves it. It's amazing. Right. And if you don't, I don't even want you to email me because you're wrong. (laughs) Like, I just can't imagine seeing much wrong with this. I mean, yes, some of the acting is a little campy. I totally get it. But they get killed real early. Exactly. So, you know what I mean? (laughs) I mean, if you just look at even the kids, Mm -hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis... And the shape, you know, mm-hmm. Nick Castle, I believe his name was. Which was just a buddy of John Carpenter's. And he was on set one day and he's like, dude, put on the mask. I want you to be the shape. Yeah. That was it. I How would love his autograph. Fucking cool. <laughs> just you happen to be a friend of this up and coming director. And now you are. Yes. I mean, I think more people want the shape's autograph than they want the guy who, you know, for the face reveal exactly. scene. I mean, that's not Michael Myers, exactly. <laughs> you know. And... Just the fact that he's this big, tall, like, he was really tall. Mm-hmm. He's a big guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I love the fight back of Lori's character. Both she in stabs the, him? Yeah, both in the original and, you know. And she wasn't a – you didn't hate her because she wasn't that stupid. Like, she did corner herself in a closet, but she did try to – She grabbed a hanger. Yeah. She grabbed the knitting thing. I don't think I would have And she I was tried to out. even – you know, distract him by opening the patio doors mm-hmm. or the balcony doors to be like, maybe Look, he'll think I, I went that way. Mm-hmm. Of course, She's Michael Myers smart. is also smart. Yeah. He's not just a mindless, you know. Well, because they're siblings. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> we, well, that's where we kind of differ on this movie. I kind of like the just getting Laurie Strode because she's the one that got away more than I like the sister. Really? The sister aspect, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I saw, I could see where... It was a good place to go for the sequel. But it's just interesting to me how they pretended that Halloween 2 didn't happen when they remade it. 
because it seems like that would be an easy thing to bring into it. But maybe that's what John, if John Carpenter didn't like that, you know. Yeah. Well, here's my frustrating part with it. Yeah. They're acting like two didn't exist, right? The next movie that they're doing is going to be The Hospital, which is two. Interesting. I have not read anything about Halloween Kills because I just kind of want to, I don't know, I I don't, it's not that I don't care because I do, but I just don't want to hear anything about it because I'm not super happy it's happening anyways. Sorry. (laughs) No, 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 it's fine. I just mean like I didn't know that, that they were doing The Hospital. I don't know if it's the whole thing like... Uh, Halloween 2 is literally just the hospital all the time. I don't know if that's what Halloween Kills is going to be, but I know that there is a hospital aspect in it. Interesting. Why are you redoing the same stuff that you hated? Yeah. Maybe he's redoing it so he can just take the sister thing out. Maybe he would have been, it would have right? been a perfect Right, he's just going to do the whole line of them again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. So we have Season of the Witch coming up with Halloween Ends, which <laughs> makes sense because it should at that point. Right. So <laughs> just following the formula yeah. here. I mean, I just don't have a I mean, I had a lot to say, but I don't have really many critiques. I just, you know, the music and the atmosphere, just the feel of this movie is very Halloween. They did a fantastic job of not just because they're carving jack-o'-lanterns and kids are in costumes. It just feels like fall. Yes. When they're out and about, the leaves that are fake, things like that. I mean, we keep talking about the Halloween theme, which is the one that everybody knows, but... Oh my god, the beginning when you're zooming in on the pumpkin, that whole time with that sound, so fucking good. And uh, Lori's theme, the mm-hmm. the very slow, like, more, it's a little bit more nuancey, mm-hmm. very, just, it's a little creepier. It's called Lori's theme. And just all, the way that they edited this film is just incredible. And seeing, when we went and saw it last year in theaters for its 40th anniversary, they did a beforehand, like, look into you know john carpenter like writing the music and and him and deborah writing the Mm -hmm. script and it was just which how cool is that also yeah to have a woman that high up come on absolutely and we say john carpenter's halloween a lot but deborah was Mm -hmm. she was also credited as a producer Mm -hmm. and writer so exactly good on her exactly uh i mean that like this is just the perfect movie this is my once I got over the just pure adrenaline-fueled terror of Michael Myers, <laughs> which did take me a long time, I really feel like when I was able to view this movie as someone that loved movies and loved the genre and loved to be scared, it just captivated me and it has not stopped ever since. Like, I could watch this movie a million times and I don't think I would get bored of it. Like, sometimes I'm like, ah, do I really need to watch Halloween for this? podcast episode because mm-hmm, I've seen, seen it, it so many times but then I watch it and I was like yay but you know? also you just want to so. I was just giddy about it mm-hmm. I was like we get to watch Halloween tonight and so I'm gonna watch it again tonight <laughs> and it, I also play it on a loop it's kind of like when a, uh, uh, TBS does a Christmas story, a Christmas story? Like 24 hours of Halloween That's except awesome. I don't get annoyed by it <laughs> <laughs> and when kids come up to trick-or-treat and stuff my first set of trick-or-treaters was last year because they grew up on land and nobody trick-or-treats when the houses are like half an acre <laughs> apart they get a little uncomfortable because I have giant windows, and mm-hmm. so you can see and hear what I. And that's just all great. of them screaming and sweet. That's I cannot awesome. wait. I was telling Brad about this the other day. Eventually, I'm going to get the six feet tall animatronic Michael Myers that plays the theme. Put him outside for Halloween, and then when he's not outside for Halloween, he's just gonna stare out one of my windows all year round. Sounds perfect. My neighbors are gonna fucking hate me, but. <laughs> 
all year round. He'll be in our spooky room. Mm -hmm. Now, that being said, I will never go in there alone. <laughs> it will scare the shit out of me. But I do want a life-size Michael Myers. He's just, he's just perfect. Not to the point where I would draw him in certain situations like I've seen on Instagram. Like, that's upsetting. Like one of your French girls? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, if that's what you're into, I respect you. <laughs> Not, not, not what the kind of love I have for Michael Myers. <laughs> uh, I mean, this is a five. Is it a shock that this is a five out of I know, five? Right? We I just mean, spent the like, whole time raving about it. Six out of five. Ten out of five. Billion you, out of five. If you don't like Halloween, I respect you, but you're wrong. <laughs> and I mean, you're welcome to write in and tell me why you don't like it. But I probably, I'm just gonna be like, cool. I don't know what to say because obviously I disagree. So I hope you have a wonderful Halloween and the spook is abundant. <laughs> the candy is your thing. It is abundant and you are safe and watch and Halloween. Lots of horror. Lot, no, yes. Come on. All of it. I also like have watching Jeepers day. Creepers on Halloween. You're weird. It's a, your fault. That's a summer movie. Come on. I know, but it's a really good monster movie. So we're going to watch Halloween tonight, and we are going to hand out candy mm -hmm. and just enjoy the spooky atmosphere before it's Christmas tomorrow. Oh, my God. Slash my birthday. Yay. <laughs> so, again, you can find us, as you all know, on Facebook and Instagram at The Extra Sisters Podcast. Twitter is The Extra Sisters, and our website is extrasisters.com. None of that will ever change. I might not plug it as much. You know where to find us. And happy early birthday. Thank you. And we will be with you again tomorrow. For my birthday. <laughs> and next time it's Evil Runs in the Family. Till then, stay creepy. What's the boogeyman? <laughs>